Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your miracle-working power. Thank you, Lord. You are all-sufficient. You're all-powerful. You are enough for us, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, precious Jesus. We praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Creator of all things, we praise you. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. You call into existence things that are not even there. How great you are. Wonderful, powerful, almighty God. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you. Hallelujah. Our eternal rock, we praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The one who never abandons his own, we praise you, Lord. The one who comes to our rescue, you come running to our rescue. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, because we have you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord. 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, thank you, Lord, for giving us another day to worship you, giving us another day to live for you, giving us another day to trust in you, giving us another day to see you come through, giving us another day to glorify you, giving us another day, Lord, to exalt you, giving us another day, Lord, to be faithful to you, giving an, giving us another day to honor you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving us another day to obey you. Thank you for giving us another day to serve you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for giving us another day, Lord, to live for you, Father. Thank you for giving us another day to live in you, Lord. Thank you for giving us another day to live through you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving us another day to walk with you, Lord. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Jesus. The mountains may depart, the hills be removed, but your kindness will never leave your people, Father. We thank you to those you've made a covenant with. We thank you, Heavenly Father, and those who live in that covenant and walk in that covenant, O oh Lord. Oh, Father, you always show yourself, O oh Lord. You always show yourself, O oh Lord Jesus. Oh, Father, it's a strong and mighty one, the mighty one of Israel, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Our Abba, Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father. We praise you, praise you, praise you. We ask you, Lord, for your presence to overtake us at this hour. Let your presence overtake us at this hour. Let your presence overtake your people at this hour. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, Spirit of the living God, breathe your living breath upon your people, Lord. Living, Lord, breathe your living breath upon us, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 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 Praise you. Praise you. Just take a few moments in the presence of the Lord and offer to Him the sacrifice of thanksgiving and offering of praise. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Offer to Him the fruit of your lips. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. 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 Oh, we praise you. Let our prayers arise to Him as sweet incense. Hallelujah. Let our praises 
with prayers, arise to his throne as sweet incense. Hallelujah. <speaking in Hebrew> Thank you, Father. Oh, we praise you, we praise you, we praise you. Rahida Basi, Lahisala, Yopariasi, Ahuriasi, Kalia, Tubahesi, Osubari, Sindavaleo. Oh, we magnify you, we magnify you. Riatia, Sibiris, Salabasilabario. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. In Tabrehe Subalasi, Lahida, Yohubrea, Siko, Bharia, Tubheresi, Kalia, Subaris, Salabasario. Oh, we praise you, Lord, praise you, Lord, praise you, Lord, praise you, Lord, praise you, Lord. In Tabra Subere Salabere Shukorabalio. Praise you, Jesus, Abara Salaba Shukoraba Salabio. Ita hesi beresu boresia hora bahara sela huberesi la suberes sera 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 basula besila besaliko barasi kita bosu purisi kati sobe tira suba ikali hitu beheret subaliti handi barasu barasi kala barasi kala yarusu barasandala biosia oh we praise you 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 one true God we praise you hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 Oh, we praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Abba, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you for your presence that is here. We thank you for your presence that is here. We thank you for your presence that is here. We thank you for your presence that is here. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord. 
Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 Power belongs to the Almighty God. 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 Oh, we praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Jesus, we praise you. Oh, we praise you. Arisen Lord, we praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Bread of heaven, feed me till I overflow. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. Bread of heaven, feed me till I overflow. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. Bread of heaven, feed me till I overflow. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. Spirit overflow, let there be an overflow, Holy Spirit overflow, I cannot live without you, let there be an overflow, overflow with me. You're the living water, you're the precious fountain, you're the stream of life, I need you now, you're the living water, you're the precious fountain. You're the stream of life, I need you now. Come Holy Spirit, come down on me. Fill me with your power, I need you now. Come Holy Spirit, come down on me. Fill me with your power, I need you now. Oh, river of God, come flood my soul. Oh, stream of life, sanctify me. Oh, living water, capture my heart, take over me. I need an overflow. You're the living water, you're the precious fountain, you're the stream of life, 
I need you now. Oh, Holy Spirit, precious Holy Spirit, our blessed Holy Spirit, the fountain spring of life, we praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. I thank you, Lord. The living water, the wellspring of life, you are right here in our midst right now to quench our thirst. We're thirsty for you. We need more of you. We need you now. We are seeking you, Lord. We ask you, Lord, that you will touch us at this hour. We need your touch right now. I pray that the living water may be poured upon our people right now in the name of Jesus. That the spirit of the living God may quicken, may refresh, may renew, may empower, embolden, strengthen your people, Lord, the life-giving living water. That's what we need, and that's what we're here for. We ask you, Lord, O Spirit of the Living God, the one who trains a hand for battle and a fingers for war, the one who stands by our side, all to see us overcome, the one who gives us strength and becomes our strength. We glory in you, and we boast in your goodness. We boast in your faithfulness. We boast in your power. We boast in your unlimited supply of strength. We boast in who you are, our bright and morning star. We praise you, Lord. There's no one like you. We praise you. Oh, I ask you, Lord, that the presence of the Almighty God sweep over every heart, every mind, everybody, every single person who is here, and all those who would listen later. I pray, Spirit of the living God, set every heart on fire. 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 Oh, thank you, Lord. May the refreshing presence of the Almighty God refresh your people at this hour. May the strength of the Almighty God strengthen your people at this hour. Wherever there's weakness, Lord, I pray, let your strength overtake the weak areas in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. 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 Oh, Father, I pray. May the spirit of truth, the spirit of grace, the spirit of hope, the spirit of peace, the spirit of rest, the spirit of joy, fill you people to the overflow in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let it fill you people, Lord, to the overflow in the name of Jesus. Oh, that their hearts may be filled with your love and surrender to the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. <coughs> through them, Lord, I pray. 
people around them may experience your joy, experience your love, experience your peace, experience your hope, experience your fullness this day. So I pray that you'll be with your people and go with your people wherever they go. I ask you that you will do great and mighty things in the lives of your children. Continue to minister to our hearts, O oh Lord. Thank you for giving us the word at this hour. I pray that you will drench this word with the power of the Holy Spirit and minister to your people. I bind every demonic spirit that is trying to interfere with the work of the Holy Spirit at this hour. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I take authority over every unclean spirit, every principality, every wicked, demonic force. I bring them under the subjection of the Lordship of Jesus Christ and I render them powerless at the foot of the cross. In the name of Jesus, every heart may be in tune to the voice of the Holy Spirit. That your word may be given unhindered and your word be received unhindered by your people, O Father. I thank you, Lord. I praise you. You're sovereign over our lives. You're sovereign over our families. You're sovereign over our church. And let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth, in our midst, in our bodies, in our minds, in our souls, in our marriages, in our families, in our children, in our children. Oh, Father, in our finances. In every area of our lives, in our going out and in our coming in. We may take your kingdom with us wherever we go. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise be to God. I'm just going to um, bring out the scripture that the Lord just gave. He just gave the word to me, like when it was, um, the prayer was going to be finished. So I'm going to pull out the scripture and then I'm just going to um, go to the text this morning and praise the Lord for giving us his word I don't know what he's going to speak is always God is faithful to give us what we need so we're going to hear from the Holy Spirit as we always do we're going to turn our Bibles to 1 Samuel chapter 14 1 Samuel chapter 14 Thank you Lord First Samuel chapter 14 and I'm going to read from verse 1 One second, we're going to go to two passages the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. So we're going to have a, one hand in First Samuel chapter 14. And then we're going to go to First Samuel chapter... Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 
you, Jesus. First Samuel chapter eighteen. So we're gonna to go to first Samuel chapter fourteen first. And I'm gonna read from verse one. Now it happened one day that Jonathan the son of Saul said to the young man who bore his armor, Come, let us go over to the Philistines garrison that is on the other side. But he did not tell his father. And Saul was sitting in the outskirts of Gibeah under the pomegranate tree, which is in Migron. The people who were with him were about 600 men. Ahijah, the son of Ahitab, Ichabod's brother, the son of Phinehas, the son of Eli, the Lord's priest in Shiloh, was wearing an ephod. But the people did not know that Jonathan had gone. Between the passes by which Jonathan sought to go over to the Philistines' garrison, there was a sharp rock on one side and a sharp rock on the other side. And the name of one was Bozes, and the name of the other was Senehe. The front of one faced northward opposite to Michmash, and the other southward opposite Gibeah. Then Jonathan said to the young man who bore his armor, Come, let us go over to the garrison for these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us. For nothing restrains the Lord from saving by many or by few. So his armor bearer said to him, Do all that is in your heart. Go then. Here I am with you according to your heart. Then Jonathan said, Very well, let us cross over to these men, and we will show ourselves to them. If they say thus to us, Wait until we come to you, then we will stand still in our place and not go up to them. But if they say thus, Come up to us, then we will go up, for the Lord has delivered them into our hand, and this will be a sign to us. So both of them showed themselves to the garrison of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, Look, the Hebrews are coming out of the holes where they have hidden. Then the men of the garrison called to Jonathan and his armor bearer and said, Come up to us and we will show you something. Jonathan said to his armor bearer, Come up after me, for the Lord has delivered them into the hand of Israel. And Jonathan climbed up on his hands and knees with his armor-bearer after him. And they fell before Jonathan. As he came after him, his armor-bearer killed him. That first slaughter with Jonathan and his armor-bearer made was about 20 men within about half an acre of land. And there was trembling in the camp, in the field, and among all the people. The garrison and the raiders also trembled, and the earth quaked so that it was a very great trembling. Now the watchmen of Saul in Gibeah of Benjamin looked, and there was the multitude melting away, and they went here and there. Then Saul said to the people who were with him, Now call the roll and see who has gone from us. And when they had called the roll, surprisingly, Jonathan and his armor there were not there. 
And Saul said to Ahijah, bring the ark of God here. For at that time, the ark of God was with the children of Israel. Now it happened while Saul talked to the priest that the noise which was in the camp of the Philistines continued to increase. So Saul said to the priest, withdraw your hand. Then Saul and all the people who were with him assembled, and they went to the battle. And indeed, every man's sword was against his neighbor. And there was a very great confusion. Moreover, the Hebrews who were with the Philistines before that time, who went up with them into the camp from the surrounding country, they also joined the Israelites who were with Saul and Jonathan. Likewise, all the men of Israel who had hidden in the mountains of Ephraim, when they heard that the Philistines fled, they also followed hard after them in the battle. So the Lord saved Israel that day, and the battle shifted to Beth Avin. And the men of Israel were distressed that day, for Saul had placed the people under oath, saying, Cursed is the man who eats any food until evening before I have taken vengeance on my enemies. So none of the people tasted food. Now all the people of the land came to a forest, and there was honey on the ground. And when the people had come into the woods, there was the honey dripping, but no one put his hand to his mouth, for the people feared the oath. But Jonathan had not heard his father charge the people with the oath. Therefore he stretched out the end of the rod that was in his hand and dipped it in a honeycomb and put his hand to his mouth and his countenance brightened. Then one of the people said, Your father strictly charged the people with an oath, saying, Cursed is the man who eats food this day. And the people were faint. But Jonathan said, My father has troubled the land. Look now how my countenance has brightened because I tasted a little of this honey. How much better if the people had eaten freely today of the spoil of the enemies which they found. For now, would there not have been a much greater slaughter among the Philistines? Now they had driven back the Philistines that day from Michmash to Ajalon. So the people were very faint and the people rushed on the spoil and took sheep, oxen and calves and slaughtered them on the ground, and the people ate them with the blood. Then they told Saul, saying, Look, the people are sinning against the Lord by eating with the blood. So he said, You have dealt treacherously. Roll a large stone to me this day. Then Saul said, Disperse yourselves among the people, and say to them, Bring me here every man's ox and every man's sheep. Slaughter them here and eat, eat and do not sin against the Lord by eating with the blood. So every one of the people brought his ox with him that night and slaughtered it there. Then Saul built an altar to the Lord. This was the first altar that he built to the Lord. Now Saul said, Let us go down after the Philistines by night and plunder them until the morn morning light and let us not leave a man of them. And they said, Do whatever seems good to you. Then the priest said, Let us draw nearer to God here. So Saul asked counsel of God, Shall I go down after the Philistines? Will you deliver them into the hand of Israel? But he did not answer him that day. And Saul came over here. And Saul said, Come over here, all you chiefs of the people, and know and see what the sin was today. For as the Lord lives, who saved Israel, though it be in Jonathan my son, though it be in Jonathan my son, he shall surely die. 
But not a man among all the people answered. Then he said to all Israel, You be on one side, and my son Jonathan and I will be on the other. And the people said to Saul, Do what seems good to you. Therefore Saul said to the Lord, God of Israel, Give a perfect lot. So Saul and Jonathan were taken, but the people escaped. And Saul said, Cast lot between my son Jonathan and me. So Jonathan was taken. Then Saul said to Jonathan, Tell me what you have done. And Jonathan told him and said, I only tasted a little honey with the end of the rod that was in my hand, so now I must die. Saul answered, God do so and more also, for you shall surely die, Jonathan. And the people said to Saul, Shall Jonathan die who has accomplished this great deliverance in Israel? Certainly not, as the Lord lives, not one hair of his head shall fall to the ground, for he has worked with God this day. So the people rescued Jonathan, and he did not die. Then Saul returned from pursuing the Philistines, and the Philistines went to their own place. Praise be to God. There's a reason why the Spirit of the Lord had us read from verse 1 to all the way to verse 46. There are a few important sections here that the Spirit of the Lord is highlighting and will continue to highlight as we see. Number one, God's intention in overcoming his enemies through man's cooperation. If you're writing, write this down. I'm just saying as the Spirit of the Lord is giving it to us. God's intention in overcoming the enemy with man's cooperation, the cooperation that God looks for from human beings, in order to overcome his enemies is very important. God can destroy his enemy without human assistance. We need to understand that. However, there are certain principles that God carries out and he holds on to. And he abides by that in order to give his glory and make human beings partakers of his glory. He drafts co-laborers in his kingdom. He drafts soldiers in his army. When God sees the enemy progressing, when God sees the enemy coming up against him, his people, his kingdom, he inspires and he moves an individual. He moves a human being who is willing to listen to God, who is willing to obey the instructions of the Almighty God. In this chapter we see Jonathan, Saul's son, even though Saul was the king here, Saul was not in tune with God like Jonathan was. God moved Jonathan to go against his enemies, to give victory to his people. He was not able to use Saul at that point. He's using Jonathan here. God moves Jonathan. You look at Saul's life. Saul's life is very inconsistent. He acts spiritual. Then he acts hasty. 
he tells the priest, let's find out about God's will. And then when he feels things are happening too fast, he says, okay, we don't have to consult God. Put your hand down. Let's go. Then he makes a rash bow. He binds people with that. Without even thinking, was it the will of God or not? What he did, because it was a snare. It was Satan's snare to kill Jonathan. He had no discernment whatsoever. Someone's mic is on, if you can please mute yourself. He had no discernment at all. He was a king of Israel, but before the eyes of God, he was not in any position to be used of God. God looked for human beings to accomplish the purposes of God. He looks for that one man, he looks for that one woman who would have their hearts set on doing what God wants them to do, not scattered. Not just has an up and down graph saying that, oh, I get emotional today, I'm high today, oh, I'd like to do this for God. And the next moment is do my own thing. Make rash vows. Get oneself into trouble and others into trouble. When it is not even God's will. God is speaking to the hearts today. We have to be very, very careful when it comes to the things of God. Even when it comes to making vows, we have to be led by God. We have to be people of God who are led by God. Because the enemy will try to move people to do things to destroy one's own self. To destroy whatever God is building. Can that happen? Absolutely. Saul was ready to kill Jonathan that day. The vessel of God that God used. Because of the promise that he hastily made, which is not led by God. Obviously it was led by the devil. Which put a lot of people in trouble and caused them to sin. It's very important to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, not to be led by another spirit. God is speaking to our hearts today. Having a religious feeling or thinking that we're doing something for God when we're not walking with God will open a person to demonic spirits. Evil spirits will begin leading people with a false sense of spiritual living. May God help us never to be in that place. Saul's spirit was not right. Therefore, whatever he did was not led by God. His entire intention was truly not fully seeking God. When he wanted to even consult with God, God wouldn't even want to speak to him. Because whatever he did was not pleasing to God. It was not God who said, well, put Jonathan to death. No. 
It was not God who said, Saul, you have to make the vow, nobody should eat today. No. We have to be very careful when it comes to having religious feelings and not walking with God. Our lives must be lives that fall in line with the Word of God. Slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to write. People of wisdom are people who fear God. Unless God says, unless God moves, I'm not going to move, I'm not going to speak. Unless God would tell me to do something, I'm not going to do a thing. A life that is pleasing to God will be a life that is willing to wait no matter how long it takes. Will not panic when the enemy rages but will sit at the feet of God Almighty and say, Lord, if you want me to sit even when the enemy comes close, I will still sit. Saul was not like that. Very, very hasty, emotional, jumpy. When he felt spiritual, he'll act spiritual. Put his entire nation at risk. God is speaking to our hearts today. Spiritual stability is very important. God took Jonathan and a man who was trustworthy to Jonathan, his armor bearer, two people. That's always needed for God. Jonathan was seeking God's guidance every step of the way. Yes, he was inspired by God to go against the enemy. So, he wanted to know how the plan needed to be executed. What does God want me to do here? I know God wants me to go. I know what God wants me to overcome the enemy. But, should I go first or should I wait? I need to hear from God. I don't want to just go and do my own thing. Yes, God told me to go, so I'm just going to get up and go and do whatever God is with me. No. God can say go. But what's the time? How? Which way? How long? We need specifics from God. It is very important to be fully led by the Holy Spirit. Not just get bits and pieces and just jump with it all. God spoke to me and then just run. Many times, it may not even be God. Emotionalism and sensationalism cannot really operate in the kingdom of God. Emotionalism, mere emotionalism and mere sensationalism cannot achieve, accomplish anything for God. Our emotions and our sensations, our impulses, must be brought under the subjection of the Lordship of Jesus Christ, dominated by the Holy Spirit. God gives us joy. At that time, our emotions go with it. God gives us peace. Our emotions must go with it. God gives us burden, deep groaning, weeping, mourning. The state of the nation or, or the state of the universal church of the Lord Jesus Christ to weep and pray.
and our emotions must go with it. We have to be people who are steer-led. And steer-led alone. Filled with the Word of God, knowing that I need to know the direction, how to proceed. Jonathan was someone who followed the leading of God, sought God for direction. Therefore, God was with him and gave him the victory that day. God's word said, the Lord was with him. With many or with you, God can give victory. Saul and the entire army was there. God didn't use all of them. Look at the state of the people. They got so hungry. They didn't care the commandments of God. They started eating with blood. Jonathan was not like that. He followed the leading of God and had a very strong conviction on the inside, even when his father went wrong. He didn't get scared. Oh, no. He made a vow and I shouldn't have eaten this. And he wasn't trembling and shaking. He had an inner conviction on the inside. I didn't do anything wrong here. I did what the Lord told me too. And God provided this honey for me and I ate that. He had no fear. He had that satisfaction that he did the will of God. We must be people led by the Spirit of God and have the satisfaction that we have done the will of God each and every single time God will lead us to. We must be people of God Never give to give in to fear. We must be a people of God who never compromise. Never give in to fear. False spirituality. Being led by false spirits will bind someone with spiritual legalism which equals death. Things that were not given by God, regulations and commands not given by God, rashly doing things, produces death. It is so important to be led by the Holy Spirit. It is so important to have the satisfaction and joy from God by doing the will of God. God gives that strength, God gives that power, God gives that victory, and God gives the provision. That's what happened to Jonathan. He was led by God. He sought God. God showed him how to approach the enemy. God was with him and God gave him the victory. And while coming back, God was with him. And it was the Spirit of God who gave him the boldness to answer to the people. When the enemy set up a trap to kill Jonathan, who was used by God. How did the enemy set up the trap? Through someone who acted religious. Who was really not walking with God. Who was really not faithful to God. In his spirit. There was a spiritual decline. 
We must be very careful who we associate with. We must be very careful while we're seeking counsel. False spirits can lead people into a trap which can cause spiritual death. God help us to be people of God's word who seek God at all times. Make God your all in all. The Lord God, let Him be your satisfaction, your ultimate satisfaction, your only satisfaction, your chief satisfaction. The one who gives you joy, peace, hope, strength. When He says, there, I see the enemy, I want you to get up and go. Even if you have to go alone, you should be willing to go alone. Two people against multitudes, you should be willing to go. Those are the ones God will use to overcome, overpower, overthrow the powers of darkness. Never be a coward in the kingdom of God. God cannot use cowards. God cannot use self-righteous people. God cannot use people with false religious fears. God cannot use people who are sensational. God cannot use people who are emotionally unstable. That means the emotions have not been surrendered to God Almighty. We can say it 10,000 times. Lord, I give my emotions to you. Lord, I give my heart to you. Lord, I give my mind to you. Lord, I give this to you, that to you. But when that moment comes, you don't actually give. There's no true surrender because you just go with whatever the devil drives you to do. Ask yourself this question. Have I truly surrendered everything to Jesus Christ? I've truly consecrated my eyes to God then those eyes are set apart for God has it been have I truly consecrated my ears to God if it is the case then that's how it has to be it has to be set apart for God holy if your emotions have been surrendered to God that's how it has to be. All the me-centeredness, self-pity, self-centeredness, what people think about me, cannot come into picture. Cannot come into picture at all. If that's the case then, surrender has happened only in words, not in action if you say Lord I surrender my eyes but the eyes are not pure then your surrender has occurred only in words never happened really if you say something you must do it if you tell God Lord I give myself to you then once you've given you've given yourself to God every choice that you make has to be made with that in mind otherwise these are just words. There's no meaning to it. In reality, it's like writing on water. No good. God is speaking to hearts today. There are many people in the Bible who heard from God 
who gave up everything, risked their lives, even if they had to go alone, they went. Their armor-bearer had faith in God, faith in Jonathan, who had faith in God. And he went with him. He said, whatever you do, I'll be with you. I'll do. Whatever you tell me to do. We need to be like that. We need to be people of God. The Spirit of God leads. We need to be willing to stand with the leaders that God has given to us. The direction that God leads them. We need to be willing to say, I'll go with you. I'll fight with you. I'll stand with you and fight against the enemy. I'll be on your side even if the enemy looks like he's the majority. We have the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords by our side. We have no fear. Our mighty warrior is just looking for faithful people who just obey him and say, I'll go, Lord. God gives victory. God gives victory. Two people cannot go and overcome, overthrow any group of people. But it was because God was with them. Because God sent them. It was not by Jonathan's skill or power. Jonathan was a warrior, yes. But he cannot use that to overcome the enemy that was in front of him. But it was God. Rightfully, it was said, God is able to say with many or with few. He is able. He is able. He had faith. Do we have faith today? Yes, the enemy is real. The enemy in front of us is real. But are we looking at the enemy or are we looking to the Lord? To hear what he's saying because God's goal is to defeat the enemy and our goal should be to defeat the enemy too. If our goal is to defeat the enemy, then we must rely on God's strength. When we know that God can never fail, He can never fall, He will never faint, He always wins. And there's no doubt that we would also overcome. There's no doubt. We always win. God's people always win. He has said, my people shall never be put to shame. God's people always win. Are we willing to stand with the king? Minority against the majority. With God, minority becomes the majority. The majority becomes non-existent before the living God. What are we looking at? Who is your enemy? What kind of a problem are you facing? How big is your enemy? Is God on your side? Do you know He has given you an assignment? Just like His He gave Jonathan, just like how He gave Jonathan. His armor bearer was dependable. He said, I'll stand with him. Are you willing to stand with God to fulfill the assignment, 
to overcome the enemy, to overthrow the enemy, to get that great spoil, to have the great victory for the people of God? Are you willing to go into the battlefield and get the victory for the people of God? Do you have faith? Jonathan had faith. Jonathan didn't think that, oh, it's only two of us going. We're going to die. We're going to die, so let's go. We're going to die for God. No. He had faith. God told me to go. I'm going. I'm going to win. I'm going to get the victory. He was very wise. He didn't go and burn out what the Lord put in his heart to his father. Especially when the father is not walking with God. Highly influenced by the devil. Very important to know when to speak, where to speak, how to speak, what to speak and what not to speak. Otherwise, you yourself can become a hindrance to the work of God. Jonathan was wise. Jonathan didn't say anything. Jonathan followed the leading of God Almighty. He waited on God. He prayed to the Lord. God heard him. God was with him. And God gave the victory. The very same God who was with Jonathan, He will be with you also. Whatever you are facing this day, no matter how difficult it may appear, no matter how impossible it may appear, the very same God who is with Jonathan will be with you also. will give you the victory also, provided you walk with God, you hear from God, you listen to God, and you serve the living God without fear. You fear God, don't fear the enemy. You serve the Lord with gladness. At the same time, with trembling. That healthy fear has to be there. This is the God of heaven and earth. To execute everything that God calls us to do, everything, should be our top priority. As we finish, I want to take you to chapter 18 as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. First Samuel chapter 18. And we will go to verse 1. We're going to finish in a few minutes by hearing my spirit. We will finish in a few minutes, but we're going to go to verse, chapter 18, verse 1. First Samuel chapter 18, verse 1. Now when he had finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Saul took him that day and would not let him go home to his father's house anymore. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan took off the robe that was on him and gave it to David with his armor, even to his sword, his bow, and his belt. 
So David went out wherever Saul sent him and behaved wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war. And he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. Now, I want to read a few more verses down before we finish for today. Now, it happened, it had happened as they were coming home when David was returning from the slaughter of the Philistine. The women had come out of all the cities of Israel, singing and dancing to meet King Saul, with tambourines, with joy, and with musical instruments. So the women sang as they danced and said, Saul had slain his thousands and David his ten thousands. Then Saul was very angry and the saying displeased him. And he said, They have ascribed to David ten thousands and to me they have ascribed only thousands. Now what more can he have but the kingdom? So Saul eyed David from that day forward. And it happened on the next day that the distressing spirit from God came upon Saul and he prophesied inside the house. So David played music with his hand as at other times but there was a sphere in Saul's hand. And Saul cast the sphere for he said, I will pin David to the wall. But David escaped his presence twice. Now Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him but had departed from Saul. Therefore Saul removed him from his presence and made him his captain over a thousand. And he went out and came in before the people. And David behaved wisely in all his ways and the Lord was with him. Therefore when Saul saw that he behaved very wisely he was afraid of him. But all Israel and Judah loved David because he went out and came in before them. Blessed be God Almighty. You look at David here. A man after God's heart. Someone who heard from God. Who listened to his counsel and did what God told him to do. Because of that, David enjoyed divine favor. And we must understand it's not without persecution. It's not without persecution. When we have God's favor, we will also have the enemy of our soul come violently, militantly against us. Nevertheless, we have the lover of our soul, King Jesus, always standing by our side. If you look at David, two points I want to emphasize is the Holy Spirit wants me to. David, because he walked with God, just like Jonathan, had God's divine wisdom. Jonathan was wise in his dealings with his father. What God spoke to him, he only revealed to his armor bearer, not to anyone else, not even to the king. Because the king was not walking with God. Look 
David. David was called of God. And David was blessed by God because David walked with God. David behaved wisely. Wherever David went, David behaved wisely. When we have the Spirit of God, the divine wisdom will be there. How to behave. Wherever you are, may the wisdom of God lead you to behave wisely, not to blurt out everything everywhere. Saying that, oh, I'm telling my testimony and say the whole life story and bring disgrace and shame to the name of God. Where you have to say, what you have to say, how much you have to say, God has to give wisdom. Many, many times people, when they try to tell the testimony, 10% testimony, 90% self shows up. Look at me. The whole thing becomes an abomination to God. Satan comes. He pulls out the whole can of worms. Everything comes out. Not the fragrance of the Lord Jesus Christ, but something else. Whoever is listening gets hindered, gets turned off. Nobody's getting saved. Why? Because the Spirit of God was not leading the conversation. The Spirit of God was not leading the person's direction. If you look at David, David was not like that. God led him. Wherever he went, God led him. He behaved wisely. God gave divine favor. The king's son made a covenant with him because of that. The people knew that God was with David. His enemies, Saul knew God was with David. Even though Saul tried to kill David, David was protected by God. Now, we have to understand, because God was with him doesn't mean that Saul did not throw the javelin at him. No. It happened. But God was with him. Because God was with him, Saul couldn't stand his presence because evil spirits were working through him. So he removed David from his presence and he thought, okay, let me put him outside. Let him get killed. But that couldn't kill him. He became a mighty warrior. From a shepherd, he became a mighty warrior. He went in and out and people saw the power of God upon his life. People saw God was with him. David was a man who thrived in the midst of adversity because the Spirit of God was upon him. He behaved wisely. The Bible says over here within a few verses, twice. He behaved wisely. God was with him. God was with him. Where did he get that wisdom from, that little shepherd boy? By walking with God. God was with him. Life was not about him at all. Life was about his God. He was the person who laid down everything. Totally surrendered to God. Live or die, it's God. That's why he was willing to make a fool of himself in front of everybody, including the king, to stand before Goliath. Because he knew who he believed. He knew his God. He had that confidence. The Bible says that we are walking with him. If you don't have sin in your life and if you walk with him, you have that confidence in God. You have the confidence that God hears. Yeah. David was such a person. He was able to go in and out. No matter what the king did, it didn't affect him. 
also. When Saul rose up against David, God himself sent a distressing spirit upon Saul. We have to be very careful. When it comes to the people of God, when people rise up against true servants of God, people really anointed of God, God defends them. Because they have a covenant with God. A unique covenant with God. God rises up against those who rise up against His servants, against His people. God Himself said, I'm sending a distressing spirit. He had no peace after that. No rest after that. He could not be in the presence of God. He could not be in the presence of God's people. David, who was anointed of God, became a bother to Saul. He couldn't stand the presence of God that was in David. What a pathetic state to be in. Being in the presence of God is the most delightful thing. Being in the presence of God is the most blessed experience. It's a privilege. But that privilege was taken away from Saul from that point onwards. Where the presence of God became irritable. The presence of God became something that was causing disturbances spirit and soul. You know, there are people who've seen, when they're not walking right with God, when they enter into true worship, they'll say that, oh, this is disturbing to me. Something's not right. I'm feeling very disturbed. The reason is the evil spirits inside them are very disturbed. They're false spirits. Saul had false spirit. He fed that monster and the monster grew. Took him out of God's presence ultimately. It's very important never, never to do what Saul did. David had that wisdom. Even though Saul acted wickedly, he had the wisdom to do what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, even though David was not there when Jesus preached the Sermon on the Mount. He was someone who practiced that principle a long time ago because he walked with God. Because it's the nature of God. To really love your enemies, do good to them that hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who persecute you. Be wise. Don't throw the pearls in front of the swine. Don't throw what is holy to the dogs. He behaved wisely. And God was with him. May God bless us this day with this word from heaven. The same wisdom that God gave to Jonathan to behave wisely in the presence of his people and in the presence of his father to get the victory that God had for him. The same wisdom that God gave David to behave wisely in the presence of Saul in the presence of the people there to fulfill the call of God upon his life. And the same wisdom of God be with you this day and the rest of your lifetime by totally surrendering to the Lord Jesus Christ by making Christ your goal by making God's goal your ambition by being hidden in Christ Jesus never wanting to reveal yourself 
make a name or to show off or to to show yourself but by hidden in Christ truly no longer the capital I that liveth but it should be crossed out and replaced with Christ who lives in me the Christ who lives in you should become so big that he takes over that I that I dissolves in the letters Christ the life of Christ should be so powerful it should overpower your life when people see you they should magnify the Savior when people see you they should see Jesus in action when people see you they hear your testimony and they hear you speak all they should be able to see and hear and testify is Christ the Savior the love of God the passion of God the compassion of God the sacrifice of God Jesus Jesus and Jesus alone shall we pray thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit Father thank you Lord for giving us this time to spend time in your presence thank you Lord for your voice that is clearer than any other voice thank you for your ways that are so glorious than any other way that is out there we love being in that narrow way Lord because you are that way and we thank you Lord for taking us from that broad way and placing us in that narrow way in Jesus Christ being hidden in Christ thank you Father Lord I pray that you bless your people this morning wherever they are whatever they are doing whatever they have to do this day I pray may the peace of God the strength of God guard them Lord guard their minds from the attacks of the enemy may their minds be sold out to Jesus Christ may every member of their bodies be sold out to Jesus Christ oh our bodies have been purchased by the living God he bought us with his own precious blood we are not our own thank God we belong to him that we're not our own thank you Lord for that beautiful provision that you gave us through Jesus Christ by his blood that we belong to you that our bodies belong to you hallelujah we have safety we have security we have prosperity we have blessing we have holiness we have redemption because of Jesus because we belong to Jesus because our bodies belong to you not only our souls but our bodies belong to you thank you Father that the power of God is revealed in our mortal bodies Lord thank you for your power that is revealed in our mortal bodies thank you thank you Jesus be the savior of our bodies 
Thank you for giving us the privilege to live in you, to move in you, to have a being in you. We thank you, Father. What a privilege, what a privilege, what a privilege you've given us, oh Lord, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. I pray that you cover your people with your precious blood. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. And we thank you, Lord, for this day that you've given us. That no weapon, no matter how many times Saul tries to throw the javelin at David, he can throw how many ever times he wants. How many ever times? hundred times. How many ever times he wants, he can throw. There's an end. There's an end. There's an end. The same weapon the enemy tries to use to destroy God's people. With the very same weapon the enemy will die. Very same weapon. Very same weapon. Very same weapon is a prophecy that God is giving this hour. The very same pit that the enemy digs up for God's people. In the very same pit. He be thrown he will fall. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. No weapon that is formed against his people shall prosper. No weapon that is formed against his people shall prosper. David waxed stronger and stronger. Yeah, he wandered. Yes, he went from one cave to another. Oh, yes. He wandered for a long time, but God was with him. God traveled wherever David went. Hallelujah. Every way he wandered, he overcame and he overtook. He gained more ground for God Almighty. Thank you, Jesus. There were many times he had to flee for his life. But God was with him. Hallelujah. That's why he was able to write to many of the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers him out of them all. Hallelujah. Out of them all. Hallelujah. Our focus is not the many afflictions. Our focus is God's deliverance out of them all. Hallelujah. Glory be to God's holy name. Praise you, Father. Cover your people under your precious blood. May the strength of the living God that comes from the word of God empower your people, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Your blessing upon your people. That they may have the integrity that Jonathan had, integrity that David had, to live for you, Lord, to do whatever you would say. Whatever you would say. To have this faith that my God is on my side. Hallelujah. Whom shall I fear? What can men do unto me? Hallelujah. What can mere mortals do unto me? Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. You're the glory and the lifter of our heads. And our head is the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. When you lift up our head, Jesus is lifted up. Hallelujah. Jesus is lifted up. Hallelujah. Jesus is lifted up. Hallelujah. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for giving us the privilege to be part of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. Cover your people. One more time with your precious blood. Throughout this day, Lord, I pray, may their minds stay on you. That their affections be set on things above and not on things below. May they not be entangled with the cares of this world, I pray. 
May they not be drowned by the pleasures of sin. Father, their eyes be single and let their eyelids be straight. May you look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of their faith. May they count every moment that you've given on earth as precious. And labor not for the meat that perishes, but labor for the eternal things of God. And as your servant standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, I release this blessing upon your people in this hour. This blessing to rest upon them, for them to inherit this blessing by living a life of total surrender to the Master. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you.